Hey guys, after a two-week break, we are back to talk Chivas, another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. As usual, I got Rigo and Flo on the call. What's going on, guys? What's up, man? What's up, man? How are you? I'm all right. I'm a little excited about Chivas. Should be. I think we're, we're finally in uh, our double. Doblete. <laughs> it's, it's, it's starting to feel that way. Wait, hold on. I want to... I want to start off the podcast with a with a disclaimer for for Twitter. Me me and Flo are not here to defend uh, Rigo's hot takes, all right. So when he yes. tweets when he tweets out these hot takes, you know, don't don't add us. The, we we don't we're not here to approve or like you know. His hot first takes all, are not his hot takes are not our hot takes, all right. First of all, the views, <laughs> you know of. <laughs> Rigo are the views of Chiwa the Norte and Flo and Varo. Nah, okay. we, don't, we don't claim your views. No, right. don't also, stop. Stop quoting his tweets and asking also, me if this is my man's. Also, to all the Andres Guardado fanboys, oh, I need man. to they need to settle down. Everybody mute the podcast. It's not that. It's not that serious. And my my takes aren't even that hot. They're they're mild at best. Come on, the, col- the colorful kit already blocked you, man. So. You know he hasn't blocked me yet, but he blocked Josh. I don't know what Josh did. <laughs> Shouts to Josh, <laughs> who says he listens but never goes. Hey, I got a shout out on the podcast. Yes, it's true. <laughs> and he always yeah. gets shouts out, shouts on on the podcast too. Yeah, even uh, when yeah. Fern was on the call, I gave him a shout out. Yeah, never said anything about it. Never listens. He's just on Reddit posting comments all the time. Fake fan. Yeah, he's always on Reddit talking about talking about my voice or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So this past weekend, Chivas played Morelia and won two one. But before we go into the game, I just want to read out read out the lineup because it was a pretty interesting lineup. At goalie, as usual, we had Cota. Left back, right back, we had Brizuela. Salcido Alaniz at center backs. Uh, Mayorga at left back. Orbelin Pineda, Oscar Macias, and Edson Torres in the midfield. And then up front, we had Pizarro, Gael Sandoval, and Jose Juan Macias. I think Sandoval played a little behind them but those that's that's how the team uh lined up what do you guys think when you first saw the lineup uh i just figured he was i mean i, I know he's putting out a alternate lineup so he could rest some guys for the the champions league but i didn't know what to expect it was, it's a really young lineup i mean aside from like Salcido. The rest of the guys were really young. And then I was concerned that he was starting Pizarro and not like I'm like if you're gonna that's your best player, like why not why not rest him and like play maybe Pulido instead? Um clearly I was wrong. Um but As usual. That, that's not it's not as usual, please. <laughs> stop it. 
but that, those those are my initial thoughts when I saw the lineup. Yeah, I mean, for a second, I forgot about Champions League, and um, like I got to the to the bar late to watch the game, and I I was looking at on the field, and I was like, why are all these young kids playing? And then like ten minutes later, it kicked in that it was an alternate alternate lineup because of the Red Bulls game coming up. But I mean, they did a they did a great job, looked good on the field. Flo, did you have any? Initial reaction to the lineup? No, I didn't really see the lineup. Um, I started watching the game about five minutes in. Um, so I just kind of saw him out there, and I was on Twitter, and I saw everyone talking about the youth. So, But from the get-go, I thought they looked pretty good out there, so I didn't really mind it. Um, I thought they played well together. I thought that everyone was hustling, playing well. Especially... Um, uh, who was playing uh, right back? Well, Brizuela, right? Brizuela. Brizuela was playing well. Mayorga was playing really well, too. Mayor- I thought yeah. Mayorga had a good game. Yeah. But, I thought uh, Brizuela in one game made himself the best right back in Mexico. No. <laughs> Mexican right back? <laughs> in one game. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I think he's been playing well there. Well, like, I, I mean, he got, been... he got beat on that goal. That goal was on him. They beat him from the back. They caught him sleeping, but he did have a he did have a, a good game. Besides that, but it's to be expected because he's still learning the the, the position. position. Yeah, yeah. He had a couple of nice. Position. He had some nice slide tackles in the box. He was he was and he and you could tell that there was they were like put off that he could keep up with all the wingers like they weren't getting by him for most of the game. That speed really showed up. No, I mean you he need that out. speed, and then and then he makes some he makes good good overlapping runs. Yeah, exactly. Um, on, on, offensively, so no, I, I thought he played very well. I thought Mallorca played really well. Uh, Pineda had a pretty good game I, too. I, I was gonna say I thought Pineda had one of his best games of the year. It was like it was low key a, a, a really good game for him, but. I don't know. He was just he was just solid, you know. He was just everywhere running. There was one play where he caught one of the Morelia Morelia players um like right in the box. Like he hustled all the way back to make that last last minute tackle. Yes, yes, I remember. And I was that. like, Oh, that's sort of believe that that I wanna see. And it was a I don't know, he just had a really good a really good game. I don't know if it's uh I don't know what you guys think, but like I think it's very positive that we're able to plug in six guys into the lineup that the majority haven't played all season, and like the the team style doesn't change. Like they they played exactly how they normally play: controlled possession. They were fast. They were attacking, um, and I, I think that that's a positive going forward because I mean I, I feel like. There's going to be some turnover after the World Cup, especially, you know, with how things have been going. Uh, they're going to try and bring in, like, more experienced players. And maybe even, like, you never know if, like, I, I made the leaves or whatever. But I feel like there's a positive that some of this, some of these youth players are stepping up when they're given the opportunity. Yeah, I think that just is, like, a reflection on what Almeida has, has done since he's worked with the youth teams as well. 
and it's just like they're buying into his philosophy and it trend like it trips down into the youth the youth team and like to talk about the young the, like the young players that Chivas has like just like a list right now is so under their 22 or younger we got Gael Sandoval at 22 we got Godinez 21 we got Ronaldo Cisneros 21 Mayorga 20 Oscar Macias 19 Edson Torres who also had a good game on Saturday 19 uh, we got Fernando Beltran who hasn't really played that much but he's 19 and then we have um, Jose Juan Macias who's 18 so like we have like a core of players that are going to keep playing on the that are going to make their way up to the main roster the main squad no I mean that's that's it's, it's a positive yeah that's never a bad problem to have but um, to like touch on uh, what's his name to touch on Edson Torres, like I thought he had a what was he playing? He was like playing like a right, right, right wing, right mid, right, right wing, right mid. Yeah, and he's playing. Uh, that kid is fast. You just zooming. Yeah, no, he was players. he put he was playing really well. I mean, he was going around that that uh, that left back. Yeah, like, and he easily. Was, yeah, he was taking players on. He wasn't like shy to back away. Or, Pass the ball away, which is something I think a lot of Mexican players lack. Like we don't have those players that take players on. Yeah, they can get by one or two players. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean I thought it was. uh, I thought in the beginning like they were a little like, kind of like off. Like you could tell that they don't play with each other that often. Like they would like one guy would move and then like they would pass like behind him or they pass like two in front of him. But I felt like as the game progressed, they started to gel a lot better. Um, okay, I started because I started watching around like the fifteenth minute, and I think oh, by okay. then they probably had their groove going. Because when I I watched the game, and I was just like, "Wow, Chivas dominated this game!" Like a little in the second half, they kind of almost let Morelia back into the game. But I think Chivas controlled the like what I saw. Chivas controlled the game for the most part. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, she was definitely controlled it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think I tuned in somewhere between five to five and ten minute. And I thought they were playing well. Cause I remember I think you guys were saying that you didn't expect them to play well because I heard why you guys said that. But, oh yeah, yeah. Earlier in the day, we were in the chat. Yeah, and I remember I turned, I tuned in, and I was like, okay, like let's see what's going on. And from the get go, I was like, well, they're playing a lot. You know, they're playing much better than uh, Rigo and Varro expected them to play. From the, from when I started watching them, I thought they were playing pretty well from the get go. Yeah, that was that was more like um, us reading into the what media? the media was reporting. Yeah, yeah media. they were reporting yeah. that the Chivas locker room was split because, like, Bolivia's uh, recent comments about him, uh, them not bringing in experienced players, and then I think there was even something that the media tried to twist that Pizarro said or something that he didn't like no, Gael Sandoval or something like that Pulido Pulido said that that he didn't like Sandoval no so what happened was um, like you remember like a couple of weeks ago they asked Pulido about like the reinforcements mm-hmm. yeah yeah we, and, we talked and about Pulido, that and, yeah yeah and Pulido said that you know he wished they would have brought somebody with a little more 
you know, experience. Right. So this past week, heading into the Morelia game, Gas and Novato was doing the press conferences. I don't know why. <laughs> and um, I guess they asked him about the relationship with, with Pulido. And he said, um, I forgot what he said, but it's when he when he when he said what he said, it sounded like me and Pulido don't talk, right? Outside, outside of the field, but right. like he said it so fast, that's what it sounded like. But in reality, what he said was that you know him and that they're cool. So the media obviously like exploded it, and then there was a little interaction between Pizarro and Pulido and. Uh, Guys in the wild on Twitter. On Twitter, right? Yeah, but, yeah, but they were just joking, and the media still ate that up too. Like it's just like, yeah, that that you... tweet was like clearly a a troll tweet. And a troll tweet, yeah. I I, when they blew that up too, I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, then if there was like a problem in the locker room, they're not gonna tweet it, tweet about it. They're gonna handle that internally. I don't. But the Mexican media is like lives for clickbait. It's just it's so bad. And that's just a, like a, a general problem. And then, like, and then when uh, when Pizarro scores the second goal, like you see, Pulido's already in, on the field by then, mm-hmm. and you see like the three of them hugging. Yeah, I caught that, and they like they point at each other and then they laugh, right? They kind of yeah, and they're like, "Oh, I don't, I'm not supposed to like you," and they kind of just control the media, I guess. But yeah, that was that was funny. But let's let's talk about uh, Pizarro now, like man of the match, man of the week. He's just like on a, on another level that Friday night. I think for him it was just a little bit of like vindication, like frustration. Yeah, because he he had the bad World Cup game, and in his defense, everybody that played had a bad World Cup game. Um, and. I think it was just the role he was in. And also, I felt like... I did feel like he was a bit timid when he was playing in in that game against Croatia. Like, I feel like with Chivas, he's a bit more vocal for when he calls for the ball. And he did feel a bit more timid uh, against Croatia. Obviously, there's better midfielders for Chivas giving him the ball than on the national team. So, we know that, that that's an issue. <laughs> but I mean, but but everybody played bad. Yeah, I, I kind of like I kind of watched the games. I didn't really pay attention to the like the na- international friendlies. Yeah, I mean, I, I watched I watched them. I pay attention. Um, yeah, Pizarro did have a really bad game versus Croatia. He only played the first forty-five, but watching the first forty-five, it was pretty obvious they were going to take him out. Uh, I don't know if he felt out of position. He he was playing Cam, but. He was he was getting dispossessed very easily. It, it looked like he wasn't he did, it, like he wasn't familiar with with, with everyone and where everyone was at. It almost felt like I felt like he was out of place and he couldn't he wasn't comfortable, so he couldn't really play his game. It also felt like Osorio at, was asking Cheech to drop down and for Pizarro to stay up. I mean, and I don't know if that was just what Cheech was doing, but that's what it felt like in the game. It could have just been like that. Could that could have be like uh, Osorio's game plan, or it just could be again part of Pizarro's like timidness. But 
you would see Chiefs drop down to the midfield to get to get the ball, and you would see Pizarro like stay up as like the striker. Mm. Uh, and I don't know if that's part of game plan or know what it was, but yeah, he did he didn't play well. Um, and he he was getting dispossessed a lot. He he did get a lot of bad passes. Um, but I mean, the whole team played bad. It's just it's just not him. But I mean, yeah, for yeah. him. For him, it's his it's his opportunity to you know to try and go to the World Cup, and Obviously. it was it wasn't a great showing, especially for only part forty five minutes. I was hoping they would leave him on, but they didn't. Yeah, I was hoping he'd get a little bit more time. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm a huge Pizarro fan, so I was paying extra attention to him, hoping he would do well. Um, it just it just didn't happen. So it was nice to to see him come into the game on Saturday, and and, and do what he does. And he hasn't he hadn't really scored goals this this season he, he was a goal scoring machine for us um leading up to our to our championship but he, he had missed a couple clear opportunities this season so it was nice to see him finally get those goals yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah <laughs> no go ahead, go ahead now i was just gonna say um i was gonna ask you guys if he if he did his little dance i don't know if they showed on the camera or not I didn't. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about it until I don't. I didn't catch it. Did they show it on TV? No, they didn't show the dance on TV. They didn't. Yeah. But he did do it. But he did it. Okay. Yeah. I, I tweeted out the dances. <laughs> <laughs> I had those ready to go from a different game. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, that. I even the talk about the Pizarro goals. Um, the first one is not a foul, right? We're all in agreement that defender. Oh, I mean, and if it is, if it is, we're not going to say it is. I I didn't yeah. think it was a foul. Like the defender should have got up and stopped crying and started playing. Say um, yeah. what was it? It was the left back he took down. So say yeah. Brizuela does that. Brizuela gets knocked down. I want him to get up and go fight for the ball, and not it just lay there and cry. It just seems like like they the kind of just ran into each other. Yeah, I thought um. Not not that I thought it was a foul, but when it happened live, I thought one hundred percent they were gonna call it back. That you know they're gonna call a foul. Yeah, and well, when those play like, just went on. I was surprised. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the time those go the defender's way, and that's like a cop out exactly. defender. They just kind of let themselves mm-hmm. fall. So it's cool to see, you know, that for once it wasn't called the uh, automatically copped out the defender, and then. His definition one on one against the goalie and the defender that he kind of just brushed off. Yeah, I wasn't expecting that that finish. Yeah, that, that finish was beautiful. Like to go to the goalie's inside pole post. Yeah, like near post. Mm-hmm. Expect that. I thought he was going to cross it because he had a he had to play yeah. another side. Exactly. Yeah, I think he was just like uh, determined to to shine this game because yeah. of that. That bad week he had with the national team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a good finish though. Everyone's expecting you to cross it, and you go near post. I mean, it's, it was a beautiful finish. And the way he, brushed, if, he was, if he was gonna score, that that's where he was gonna score near post. Yeah, the I like that. What that defender tried to do is like waving his hands at him, trying to distract him. That was, <laughs> that, that that had me like I was dying when I saw that. <laughs> Then we can talk about the the second Pizarro goal, which was also like 
I think just like a display of what kind of player he is and what kind of like like the class the definition the the class in that definition was like crazy too that was another golazo he had yeah when I saw it live I thought it got deflected just because it was yeah I thought it got deflected too just because the way the angle they shot it at and how close it was to the post I mean I thought I thought I was like oh it, it was the deflection then they showed the replay and I was like wait like he actually shot it <laughs> over there yeah, oh, he that's, meant, oh, he that's beautiful. Yeah, he, he, ch- yeah, he chipped it over. Yep. Yeah, no, it was it was a great finish too. They, they, they were both great finishes. It was the build up was freaking was cool too. Um, who was it that gave him the pass back? Was it Edson Torres? It wasn't Pulido. Um, I, 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 I know Pulido, Pulido made a run. Pulido made a run that gave him the space, and. And he finished it. it I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure who. Uh, I feel like it was Edson Torres. It was one of the. It was one of the young kids that did, that gave him the pass back. And that was like really. That was really cool. I was happy to see Polito out there making runs and actually in the box. Yeah, when they took out Macias, when they took out Macias and brought and brought Pulido in, I was like, man, we're not gonna have a striker in the box now. But no, but he yeah. was playing well. He was all over the place. Yeah, as soon as he came in, he he started making some nice, like one-two passes. He had some good connections in the box, and um, like I said, he made that run that opened up the space for Pizarro on that second goal. So, yeah, I, I thought he played well. I, I was happy. To, I was happy from what I saw from him. Do you guys think uh, Osorio looks at him again, or you think he's kind of? Because I think he kind of said that him. Pizarro and Gobea are out of the picture for World Cup. But did this kind of force his hand to look at him again? He said that? Yeah, I think it came I, I, I heard, heard something yeah. on uh, I saw on Twitter on as well Picante, that... I heard it. I don't listen to Football Picante, but I saw on Twitter people saying that Osorio pretty much essentially said that Pizarro's out. Yeah, and Gobea, who I'm not surprised, but... I think Pizarro is better than Dos San- the Gio Dos Santos. Like, oh, 110% better than Gio. Gio I mean, is I think so he could bad take, right now. At this point in his career. He could, I think there's so many guys he could replace. He could replace Jurgen Dam. He could replace Aquino. Oh, yeah. Is Gio. Dam a lock? Is Dam a lock to go to the World Cup? I mean, I Dam's been... He's been Dam would be. He's trash. He's been, he's been, he's been called up a lot, though. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know why you even call him Dam. Aquino is a winger, pretty much the same thing, but it's better. Like keep Aquino and bring in Piz- and don't bring in Dam. Don't bring in Gio. Bring in Pizarro. It's like simple. <laughs> I don't see how he doesn't see this. The thing is, like, there's like only like like he's gonna take all the European guys. And then, like, there's only a few Liga MX guys that he's going to take. So that, I mean, I, although we don't want him to take Gio, I think he's going to take Gio. Yeah, I think so too, but it's, it's shocking, really. When's the last time Gio had a good game for the for a national team? Like, I can't even remember. 2014 against Holland? That's the last game that comes to mind yeah. to me as well. 
I wasn't even thinking I mean, that, that game. <laughs> that could be said for a lot of guys in the national team. Like, I, I feel mean, like under Osorio, like, the team is just not... It's made players just look bad. Uh, to me, like, the best player has been for a long time, like, Adolfo or Chucky. Like, those yeah, been, like, well, some of the best. It's been four years. I mean, a lot of people have had their moments. I mean, Guardado... No, nah, it's, only, it's only been two. Since the last World he took Cup? Over in, oh, no, I'm talking about with Osorio. Well, oh, yeah, well, I'm saying, like, you know, in the last four years, that Giovanni hasn't looked good in the last four years since the last World Cup. Oh yeah, I'm saying a lot. Most, most other people at least have had moments with the national team since then, but Gio has just been trash the last four years. I, I have no idea why you would call him up. Oh, going back to the goal, it was Edson Torres who gave him the pass back. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, man, he, I'm telling you, Edson Torres had a, had a good game. And he's only, I think he's yeah. 19 years old. I think. Might be confusing him with another guy. Let me see. Edson Torre, yeah, 19 years old. So that's future, the future of Chivas right there. It's crazy. And then there was, the core we have okay. of young players. No, I mean, if, if it wasn't for, like, Salcido, the team the team would be at the youngest team in the league. Salcido's the one that brings the average up. Well, we got like, Salcido. Like, the bets on the team on Saturday, on Friday were Cota, Alanis, and Salcido. And Juan Eurizuela. Oh, yeah, I forget he's kind of... How old is he? Like, 27? He's probably like 27, yeah. He went to the last World Cup. Yeah. Is he that old? Yeah. Yeah, he just, he, he never got, like, every time he's in he didn't, form, he gets He didn't hurt. play. Yeah. He didn't play, but he was in that World Cup. So was Pulido. Yeah, I, I mean, mean to be is... honest, I mean, to be honest, go ahead. No, you go. Yeah. yeah he I was going to say, to be honest, to be honest, there's no way, like, there's no way that uh, Osorio shouldn't call Pizarro just because... There is no Mexican player like that plays like Pizarro in Mexico. But I mean, he's gonna call up the other guys. He's gonna he's gonna call up you know the, the usuals and shit. And I think Pizarro would need needs to have a light out finish to the tournament to for him to get a call up. Yeah, he kind of has to force him. Kind of has to force Osorio's hand at this point. Yeah. But I think he's um, capable of it. If he... I mean, we saw it on Friday. And Morelli is not, I also, not that bad of a team. I mean, I also think it's dumb because like, I feel like he's in... like As far as soccer players go, like he's in his peak. He's 24 years old. Like He should be going. Like Only, only in Mexico do we fucking love only taking old guys. The rest of the world always has young players. Yeah, by the next World Cup cycle, it's going to be 28. He's going to be 28. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anything else you guys want to touch on the from the game on Friday? Uh, Should have been a red card when they pushed down uh, Pulido. Yes. Was it Pulido? I don't even think that was Pulido. It was Pulido. I, I just rewatched it. Yeah, it was Pulido. Oh, wait. Is that when there was the, the open net? 
one on one. Yeah, one on one. No, no, it wasn't an open net. Uh, I'm it thinking was one on one with the goalie, and they pushed him from behind. Yeah, and he, he fell in the box, right? Like right outside the, the box. Outside the box, yeah. He fell, he fell inside. He fell into the, the box, box, yeah. Yeah, yeah that should have been the red. And the, the one that I'm thinking of when the goalie was playing in, uh, on the other side of the field, and one of the Chivas players stole the ball, and there was open net, and yes, they tackled him from behind, too. And Didn't they tackle the Salcido? It was Salcido. I don't know if it was Salcido. Yeah, it I was Salcido. I don't recall who it was, but that should have been the red card, too. They only got a yellow. Yeah, Chivas didn't right. get red cards. They just get red cards called on them. <laughs> I feel like we've been pretty good on that this season. I don't remember. Who was the last player that got a red card for us? I, I feel like it's Salcido. For but some I feel reason. Like I feel like every game the questionable calls are always against the other team, not us. Like there's not there's not really many fouls where like, oh, that should have been a red where a Chivas player can miss the foul. But it seems like all the time people are following us and we're like, Oh, that should have been a red. That should have been a red. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't know. It might be because we're biased, but you might have nah, a point. no bias here. <laughs> there's no bias here at all. All right, next. Okay, we got to get to move on. Yes. What do we have next? We have Chivas and the Red Bulls tomorrow night or tonight because you'll be listening to this on Wednesday. Yes. I don't. There will be no trophies. Really? What's up with trophies? Yeah. He's he was he was injured. That's why he didn't play the other day. Oh, and I, thought they and were I just, just saw that. Him. I thought so too, but I just saw the, the list of convocados and he's not on it. Oh man, that sucks. Yeah, he's not on it. Maybe, maybe they'll give. An, I doubt he plays that kid at Centurions. But Angel Saldiva is. He played. Uh, Mayorga against Seattle. He's he's taking chances with young players against these teams. Wait, did he play Mayorga against Seattle? Yeah, he did. Right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Edwin. Kid was a, injured. Kid had a good game on Friday. I don't see why you don't play him. You know he can go. He's uh, 19 years old. He's not going to be tired. But Saldivar is back, too. So I don't know if he'll bring him in play with two strikers. Did he get called uh, up? Is yeah. Is he on the list? Okay. He's on the list, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't watch a lot of Red Bull games. I only watch them when they play NYCFC. But they're, I don't know, I feel like they're up and down. They're an up and down team. They have games that they're on and games that they're trash. I mean, I've watched them this season a few times because of, like, when I've been covering them or this weekend I watched them against. You've gone to a couple games, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This weekend I I watched them against um, Orlando. And they, they 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 rested a bunch of players for the for the Chivas game. Most important, most notably, um, Bradley Wright Phillips. Um, I think he. I mean, they, like they, a knock, right? He's like injured. No, he played the other day. Oh, did he? I thought yeah. recently he had gotten hurt. He played and he scored. I think as soon as he came in, he's going to get some scoring. Um, 
I mean, they've been playing. They've been playing well from when I saw that when I when I watched them play. I mean, even even just like tactically, they've been playing well. Like against Tor- uh, Tijuana, like their their game plan heading into the second leg in, in Red Bull Arena was like perfect. Like they they were they were there to counterattack, and Tijuana just kept making mistakes and they kept catching them. Do I think they can win in, in Guadalajara? I don't think so. But I think that the return game is going to be tough for QS. Yeah, I still, I still haven't gotten tickets to that, man. They, they're they not selling single tickets to that game. You still haven't gotten tickets to it? No. <laughs> Bro, game's like next week. I know. I come I come back from uh, New Orleans on that day. They were selling single game tickets. They were just expensive as hell. No, not not... Yeah, if you buy a resale, not through Ticketmaster. I could have swore I saw it on Ticketmaster. Nah, they do. They're trying to do that three three game package, which is bullshit. They I ended up buy. doing it. Yeah, because you go to Red Bull games. But you you should go to watch a game in a soccer field. You I know it's something different, but you'll you'll enjoy it. I do. I do go when NYC goes. They goes play. <laughs> they play. They play on a baseball field. <laughs> no, when NYC plays in Red Bulls Stadium, I go. There's section two hundred two. Oh, they're resale tickets. Yeah, they're all resale one, tickets. One fourteen each. Mm-hmm. In the second, yeah, I wouldn't pay for second level. I'm right on the bottom. I still haven't got my press pass yet, so. Hmm. I'm waiting. All right, so Rigo, since you are kind of our Red Bulls expert, beside Bradley Wright Phillips, I know is a player that we got to watch out for. But anybody else that our fans should yes. keep an eye out for? Yeah, hold on. Let me pull up their. Uh, I don't know what these guys' names. They don't have McCarthy anymore, do they? I remember he was. I don't think he so. Was decent in the midfield. They got rid of that uh, no, guy they, that looks they got like some, they uh, got, from Gangs of New York. They got, I forgot his name. Oh, he's with he's with, uh, he's with Orlando now. Orlando now, yeah. Yeah, I forget his name. Kleshton or he, something. Yeah, Sasha Sasha Kleshton. Yeah, yeah. Whatever his name is. Him. Tyler I, Tyler Adams, midfielder number four. He's young. Yeah. He's like part of like their homegrown talent. Okay. He's really good. Um. And then Alejandro Gamarra, who play, who's Argentinian, he's like their number ten. Mm. That kid is number is really good too. I think the, I think those two plus Bradley Ray Phillips are probably the most dangerous. I mean they're they're going to come to to counterattack in Guadalajara, so uh, they are dangerous on the counterattack. If he was has to be careful, and, and I think Bradley Ray Phillips is a very shifty. Striker, so like Yaid and Alanis, who's probably like our worst defender, is gonna have to like be on their A game. Yeah, is um Yaid Pereira's healthy, right? For this game, yeah, he he should be. Yeah, he'll he'll be playing. He was playing the other day. Okay, I I figured they just rested him right for the Morelia game. Yeah, he, he got into the game in the second half though, didn't he? Yeah, he played play for a little bit. Oh, did he play? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah he played. Okay, I could yeah. see him going to the World Cup now that we've had all these injuries on defense. 
with Araujo out. Araujo and Salcedo. Oh yeah, Salcedo yeah. got hurt too. Aren't they both well, Araujo, Araujo still make the it shot at coming back, right? I think both of them do. Oh, do they, they both do, but I mean, okay. like Araujo has a knee injury. And Salcedo has a it's his clavicle. Like a shoulder or something? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It'd be cool to see Pereira make the World Cup roster. I mean, I think he's better than... Go ahead. No, no. I mean, like, in terms of, like, signings that we make, a lot of players are bust, but I think he's he's been one of the much better signings that we've made. Players that have arrived to Chivas. No, I think he's been great. I mean, as long as he's as long as he's uh, healthy. Yeah. I remember I said I was I was worried about him coming back because he kept getting hurt every time he comes back. But I hope he I hope he can stay healthy. I like I like watching him play. I think I think he like he loves to play with Chivas. Yeah, no, he definitely. He, he you could tell that he loves the he team. Loves the team. Yeah. All right, so I don't know what do we what do we think for the first leg of the game? Think Chivas goes for it, or they kind of try to try to lay like I don't know, go into Red Bulls Arena with a tie, nil nil. No, or they go for it. I think I think we're gonna win three one. Like Wait. Toronto today. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Chivas has been undefeated in, at, at at home in Conca Champions, and they've all been goleadas. Yeah, I saw them tweet that out. I think. I don't know what time is the game tomorrow night or tonight. Ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Yeah, nine o'clock. They, yeah. they do not care about us at all. Yo, the Red Bulls game home game got switched to ten o'clock too. No, it didn't. Yeah, I looked it up on the app the other day, and I got mad. I was like, I might not go to this game at all now. Where are you seeing this? I, it's 8 o'clock. The other day, I pulled it up on my ESPN app, on Friday night. Wrong. It's 8 p.m. Really? Yeah. I thought it was at 10, too. Yeah, I could have sworn they got oh. moved. Maybe they made a mistake and they put it back. The The second leg of the... America Toronto games at ten. I wish I don't know why. Okay, yeah, because that's eight o'clock now. That's weird. Yeah, I just checked. Yeah, it says seven o'clock now on mine. It for sure didn't say that like a week ago when I checked. I mean that's good. Now, now I kind of want to go. I'll go to the game. <laughs> there was tickets on StubHub the other day. No, yeah, there are tickets. It's just I just wanted to buy them through Ticketmaster because they'd be cheaper. But I'll I'll shell out the money if I don't if they don't decide to sell single game tickets. I'll just cop off StubHub. I mean, I've sat when I go watch NYC play there. I'd sit. We we take the visitors corner or whatever, and mm-hmm. those those are, it's a pretty good view, anyways. I mean, I think that, sta- that stadium is one of the best soccer stadiums in America. Yeah, it's nice. It's a nice stadium. I like it. 
It's what do you guys think? How do you, how do you guys think we're going to do? I don't know. I can't. Against Seattle, I thought we... I thought we were going to win the whole time. This one is like... Up in the air for me right now. And you know also, I always... Uh, I always predict wins, so... <laughs> I think Chivas takes the 2-1 tomorrow. Or tonight. I'm the only one going with like a. Well, you already said Red Bulls are gonna win. Yeah, you already said Red Bulls are gonna win. First of all, there's video. I got it. I got it on video. No, we got the video. Well, it's fake news. You you already gave your prediction. I don't know. It's 2018. I've I watched plenty of Black Mirror. I know that there's (laughs) ways to alter video. Okay, that's what that's what happened there. Trash take from Rigo. Yeah, we have a segment. Trash Rigo's trash takes and. Can't wait to leave this. Can't wait to leave this show. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just waiting for the Copa ninety check to clear. <laughs> All right, Rigo, you're you changed your mind, so give us your new prediction. Get out of here. Three <laughs> one Chivas. Three one Chivas. All right. Hmm. I don't know. I'm not. Okay. I don't think I'm giving a prediction this time. Why not? Just I don't know. I don't feel. I don't feel good. Man up. I'm gonna go two nil Chivas. There you go. See what happens. There you go. Two nil, but I don't feel good about it. Um. Anything else, you guys? Oh, we didn't even tweet out that we were going to record tonight. Surprise episode. (laughs) Uh, Anything else you guys want to talk about, Chivas related? Uh, uh, We can just talk about how the remainder of the schedule is favorable for a possible possible leaky uh, appearance. Yeah, I think when I look at the schedule and, and how we're only two points off, I'm, I'm I'm very confident that we're gonna make it in. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, so am I. Mm-hmm. I think we're especially because other teams are just trending poorly. Yeah, and Chivas is playing some of the best football they've played all year. Yeah, I mean you look at it. Chivas hasn't lost the league game since like in like two months or something. So since, we've had a lot of draws in there. Since Luis, we, since Luis jumped on the podcast, we haven't lost. Exactly. <laughs> Wasn't it since before then? No, I don't think so. So we haven't lost in a while. <laughs> I mean, look, yeah, so, there was a lot of draws. Yeah, but Chivas we're, has, we're getting wins now. Chivas has Veracruz, Tijuana, Atlas, and Leon left. Yeah. And in the 7th and 8th spot, Tijuana's at 7 right now. They have Atlas. They have Chivas. That, yo, that head-to-head game is going to be huge for uh, Liguilla like, running. They have Leon and they got Toluca. Toluca's also a really good team right now. I think they're in first, right? Toluca is, I believe, Toluca in, first, is in first. Yeah. Yes, they are. And then... Puebla has Pachuca left, 
Pumas, who's also spiraling out of playoff contention. They have America and Lobos. Pachuca's a complicated game for them. I think all their games are complicated except Lobos. Because they're just in like a black hole right now. But Chivas, I think that Atlas game is a, a sneaky game. It's like a trap game. Just because it's a derby and they always play us hard. But the Tijuana game is the one on paper that's like the toughest. I mean, although I'm not gonna lie, I mean Atlas washed Santos the other day. Yeah, I think the I think Tijuana game they're gonna be motivated though. If we're still two points behind them and they're in the Liguilla spot, we're gonna come out like on all like firing and trying to beat them. I just think if we do beat Tijuana, we might go into the Atlas game with like. Like 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 cocky confidence, like not the good confidence. Yeah. Trap game. Yep. Yeah, it's a trap game. But we got it. We got to get there first. So I think yeah. we. I think we're we're making the playoffs. Yeah, I yeah, think of all the schedules. The schedule. Our schedule works out fair. Yeah, two of our last four games are against teams that are like in the, the bottom what four or something. Yeah, so, I mean the other the other teams in the running are. Querétaro, Necaxa, and Pumas. Um, Querétaro has Santos, Atlas, Pachuca, and Pumas. So they still have a head-to-head, which is good, because one of those teams is going to end up dropping points. Necaxa has America, Lobos, Tigres, and Morelia. America, Tigres, Morelia, those are three complicated games for them. And then Pumas has Monterrey. Puebla, Santos, and Querétaro. Puebla is a playoff team. Monterrey is a playoff team. Querétaro is in the running for a playoff spot. So I think their schedules are tougher than ours. Yeah, I think we have the easiest schedule. Yeah, on paper, yes. And I think... The form we've hit after that uh, Seattle Champions League uh, matchups, I think, I think we're getting there. Even against Degas, I mean, that was the one game I said we couldn't lose if we still had any aspirations, and we didn't. I don't know. I feel I feel good. I'm scared to feel good, but I feel good. <laughs> I mean. If we make it to the Liguilla, anything can happen. I think we're the team nobody wants to play in the Liguilla. Just because nobody's outplayed us this season. I mean, I wouldn't say all that, but... Who outplayed us? I just think... No, I'm not saying nobody out, didn't outplay us. I mean, I wouldn't say that we're the team nobody wants to face. Um, I don't but think, I think if we get at us and saying, Oh, I want to match up with Chivas. No, I mean, I think of the teams in the top four. Yeah, but we've played them, and we've played, we played them well. Top well, four teams right now are... Toluca. It's not Santos. Yeah, Toluca's in first. Santos in second. Tigres in third, and America in fourth. Yeah, Santos is the we last game we lost. No, Santos is the last game we lost. We lost 2-0. That was when Canini killed us. 
but yeah, we're probably gonna get seventh or eighth. So we're looking at. Well, I mean, top four is also really tight. So I don't know. It, it's gonna change week by week, and we're just gonna have to keep an eye on it and just keep talking about it week to week. Yeah. I mean, I, I just as long as we make it. I mean, uh, the the year that we beat Tigres in the in the final, Tigres was in seventh place and they made it to the final. Yeah, yeah, that's all so, that matters as long as we get in. Yeah, there's no team that really scares scares me. Like like Varo said, I pretty, I feel pretty confident we can play with anyone. So, so we, it's just a matter of getting in. When we get in, we get the doblete. Yeah. Then for that, I might have to go to World of Horror for that again. And then Stray will send us some free T-shirts. <laughs> Hopefully, it's about damn time. We gotta get something for the podcast. <laughs> One day we'll get paid. Yeah, you know, the Chivas account tweeted out. Oh yeah, to, to tell you... us if you're a fan and you're in New York and DM them, and then they fucking the DMs DM them. closed. <laughs> yeah, uh, troll, troll job. And then they opened. Did, did you? Uh... I don't know if you guys are on Facebook. I think I have Flow on Facebook. But they they started like a Chivas Fans in USA group. Yeah, yeah. And there has been zero English content on there. Didn't you didn't you besides, post on there? Besides my post. That Did anybody reply to you? You got you got a bunch of likes. Nobody nobody replied. Oh, give me in. So uh I'm gonna just post the the episode in there tomorrow. After I upload, yeah, I'm gonna have to log on to Facebook for the first time in about two months. And <laughs> check it out. Go <laughs> comment, yo! This podcast is dope. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're gonna keep talking about. We're gonna keep an eye on the table. Keep talking week to week. Keep you guys, you guys are listening on the Chivas playoff hopes. If you guys are in New York and you guys are. Uh... Gonna go to the game. I will definitely be there. I don't know about Varo. I'll be there. He says he's gonna be there. But uh come say what's up. I think we'll be doing like some videos, stuff like that with fans. So we'll tweet out where we're at. Word. Rigo's gonna be in the press box. <laughs> I certainly will. I will certainly be in the press box. Because those press box seats are fucking amazing, let me tell you. I saw your uh, Instagram story. Pretty good. Uh, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm actually waiting to hear back because they, have they, have uh, they haven't approved it yet. I figure like everybody from when EVC on is going to be there. Yeah. And ESPN. So like this, this for that game, the press boxes are going to be like super packed. Because like for the last, for the, you see our girl Chappie's out there. Hopefully, I don't know if she's gonna come, but hopefully, <laughs> about to hit her up. Like yo, you're <laughs> you're trying to get that chopped cheese. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, that's a wrap. Yo, you should episode. take uh, you should take flow of chopped cheese. You can have one. I should. What do you do? How do you sneak them in on the plane? You take them. Do you just put them in your bag? Yeah. 
Yeah, like in any, like your carry on or your or your luggage. They don't. Food is okay. Yeah, man. I don't even know what a chopped cheese is. Mm. Well, it's like a fucking it's magical it's adventure in your mouth. So yeah. is it just is it just cheese or what? Nah, nah. nah. Mm. Yeah, I'm it's like a it's like a hit up a uh, it's, like, it's like a cheeseburger, but on a hero. But it's not a cheeseburger. It's but better. it's made with ground beef. It's better. It's ground beef. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And it's like five dollars. And you have to get it from first, then uh, one ten. That yeah, I, I know a spot in, in the Heights that think it's better than Haji's. Mm. I gotta put you on. Send um, me that. Don't send in... me that address. I'll be in New York next year, so. Oh, we're 2019. They're coming up next year. For next SummerSlam, so we'll be in New York next year? WrestleMania. Oh. WrestleMania's in New York next year. So I'll make my way, eat some of this overrated pizza. Wow. You guys are just going to keep, you guys are just going to keep <laughs> watching this, this, this fake uh, men in tights wrestle? Rigo, you're going to watch Game of Thrones next year? Yeah. Not the exactly. same thing. Not exactly. the same thing. Nah, fake that's shit. not exactly. the same thing. That shit, that shit is scripted. Fake. Fake. It's all fake. <laughs> We're gonna talking shit. <laughs> talking about fake. Tell you what's not fake, that video of him picking Red Bulls. <laughs> that is even more fake. Of course wrestling fans would like that. Only all people right. that go to WrestleMania is people that are like MAGA. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I can't wait for someone to Tell us that wrestling's <laughs> fake in New Orleans. I'm like, these hands ain't fake, bitch. What's up? Uh, While well, you guys are in New Orleans, you guys should go to uh, Willie Mae's Scotch House. Some yeah, of the best fried chicken. Best fried chicken in New Orleans. I got it on my list. We're going there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, we have like a list of everything we want to eat. It's a lot of stuff. Cafe, Cafe Du Monde. Yeah, you, we'll you, you guys should go as well. Get a there. Yeah, you guys should go do a, a airboat tour, see some gators. Yeah, that, that's not on there. Yeah, nah. Rio really likes gators die. for some reason. I fucking love wild animals. You told us how you almost died that one time. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Rigo's Rigo's gator story in, in Florida. I'm good. <laughs> it's that it's that light skinned Mexican stuff. <laughs> My lack of melanin. <laughs> All right, we can end this podcast, all right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed our uh, sidetrack conversation. But I gotta go. I gotta go start packing for uh, New Orleans. Yeah, me too. Yeah. If you guys aren't following the podcast, follow the podcast at Chivas del Norte. If you guys aren't following us by now, you probably don't want to follow us, so it's okay. Um, we'll be back next week, maybe on a Thursday, because we're probably going to cover the Chivas and Red Bulls game, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so we'll be back Thursday next week. Uh, alright, talk to you guys. Alrighty guys, later. Peace. Cheers.